Hello, and welcome to the Zero to Hired podcast, the show that helps struggling job seekers find a career that's right for you. In every episode, we have one mission, to provide you with unique tips and strategies from leading industry experts that will get you in front of hiring managers. Enjoy the show. everybody, it's John and Connell here with our very first episode one, Zero to Hired podcast. Hey, what's going on? Hey, John. Really excited about our podcast. This is something we've been planning for a long time. Yeah. And uh, we definitely want to kick it off in 2018 and give a lot more value and information to our audience and our clients that's been looking to get a lot more information about how to job search in Canada. So really excited about it. Yeah. So ideally, we would have wanted to do this in the vid- in the format of video, but not everybody's available for video. And what we're going to touch on is why we're doing the podcast, you know, who we are. So if you're listening to us for the very first time, who is Zero to Hired? And what are the two guys that, you know, wake up every morning thinking about how do we get people into the workforce successfully? Why do we keep doing what we do? Because we love it. So we're going to touch a little bit on why we're doing this. We're going to talk about why the podcast, and that's important for all of you that want to listen in. And then we're going to cover off two topics real quick so we make sure that you guys get some quick value right out of the door. So today, if you're looking for work, uh, whether you're a seasoned person who is looking for work or you're a brand new person or even a new um, a new Canadian that's looking for work in Canada, we're here to help. And that's what we're here to do. So when we kick off with who the heck we are. Who the heck are we? So Connell, <laughs> tell us a little bit about yourself. All right, so I'm a new Canadian. I came to Canada in June 2015, and it was a great experience for me. There were a lot of challenges. It was, well, I anticipated there were going to be a lot of challenges because you read blogs online, you read about, you know, struggles and stories of how other immigrants came to Canada. And one of the, the things that I was concerned about, and I was, I'm sure a lot of new Canadians who are aspiring to come to Canada are concerned about, is the job search. Right? Everyone wants to come to Canada and get, you know, hit the ground running as soon as they can. Mm-hmm. Uh, they don't want to dip into their savings as soon as they come to Canada because I learned the hard way that's money you need for the down payment on your new house. Yeah, yeah. So I decided that uh, I need to do a lot of prep work before actually coming to Canada. And, and I came out here and I, I found a job pretty quickly at, at one of the leading uh, telecom communications in Canada. And I was pretty happy about that. But at the same time, as I started my life in Canada, I started seeing a lot of new immigrants uh, coming to Canada. You know, they're opening the doors even wider now uh, from 2018 to 2020. And people are either unemployed or they're underemployed, right, for a long time. And right now it takes up to 16 weeks to find a job in Canada. So, you know, I wanted to find a way to reward people for the courage that they had to come out here and actually educate them on what they need to do before they come to Canada to be able to find a job as quickly as they can. Yeah, and, and actually one of the things our audience members might not know about is not only did he come to Canada and get a job in two weeks, but he had three offers and he had to choose one, right? And then that's, yeah. you know, and we talk about your story and, you know, I've heard it like, you know, we spent a lot of time together, but... I've heard his story several times, and I know, you know, we talk about how he got a job, but he does, what people don't know is, you got three job offers, and you had to decide pretty quickly. 
Yeah, because they were going to take one off the table if you didn't, right? Yeah, yeah. So I was pretty proud of that. And uh, but at the same time, you know, as we speak to people and as as I speak to other newcomers to Canada when when we go for networking and events, uh, I learned that everyone's got different challenges. Yeah. Right. Everyone uh, has got their own industries. They've got different skills. Uh, but there's one common theme that I found is that uh, everyone needs to acknowledge that things are different out here. Um, a lot of people believe that they've got five years, you know, 10 years, 15 years of experience so they can hit the ground running out here. No, there's actually a hurdle and a barrier that they must break first, which is they need to understand uh, how Canadians uh, hire people and how they think. And, you know, if you're coming from a different country, uh, even if you're coming from, you know, a country as close as America, there are still differences between how things are done here in Canada. And that's, that's just the way it is. Yeah. Well, not even for, for new Canadians, but even existing Canadians or, or people that are here today looking for work. Things are different than what they were 10, 15, 20, or even five years ago. So, you know, and if you look at technology, you even look at form or platforms like LinkedIn that's been around since, I believe, 2003. Like, everything's different. And if you don't change your approach, you know, your 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 prospects of getting employment are going to be almost zero. So yeah. what we're here to do is to really help you, to help you navigate this thing called recruitment, to get you through the early stages of recruitment and then get you past the actual interview part of it. So that's what that's what drives me, you know, yeah. trying to tell people and teach them on how things are done here, everything from their resume and their job search and their networking strategy. Now, how about you, John? What brings you to Zero to Hired and what drives you <laughs> yeah. to get people into the workforce? So my story is slightly different from Connell's. I'm not a new Canadian. Actually, I was born and raised in Toronto. Uh, but I am from immigrant parents, right? And, you know, my immigrant parents, they did what they had to do. And they worked all the, the bottom-feeding jobs. They struggled. You know, luckily enough, they got into entrepreneurs. Uh, my dad, you know, has his own business. My mom worked for an organization called Simpsons which is no longer around anymore, and, and they struggled. They were making, I believe at the time, $2 and something an hour. Like, can oh. you imagine, like, back in the 70s, right? And, and they struggled through, and then they worked. They worked hard. They worked really hard. So for me, you know, growing up with immigrant parents, like, they didn't speak English, right? And in my household, it was really interesting. I would always speak back to my parents in English, and then they would speak back to me in Portuguese. And growing up, it was always a struggle. I was contained within a certain community, and it was a community of new Canadians, and they stuck to their ways of doing things. So somewhere in my 20s or late teens, early 20s, I had to break out of that if I actually wanted to do something else with my life. So, you know, I, I started the studies. I, I started learning from other people like, you know, Robin Sharma, which was uh, one of my mentors that I follow online. Not a direct mentor, but somebody I've who's mentored me through books, and I've grown into uh, an organization within the telecom field, which was still young in its infancy, not infancy, infancy, but was still early on in its days. Um, so I hopped in and <clears throat> I've been able to navigate my way up to a point where I got into management. And I got into management with grit, with determination, and just knowing how to navigate and work with people. And really, I think one of the key things that have been one of the key things for me in this whole process is that I'm pretty good with 
working with people and, and building the solid relationships that have lasted me for years. And I do zero to hired because I know that struggle. I know the struggle that people go through. When I was going through the interview process, when I was going through the job search process, you know, I got to the point where nothing was working for me. So I took my resume, went door to door, and I got my very first computer in technology and computers in a small computer shop in North York by taking my resume and going shop to shop, say, please hire me, please hire me. But, and I got lucky enough that a gentleman, you know, by the name of Phoning, it's like morning with an F, uh, he gave me that first chance. And, and really, that's what kind of started me off. And because of that, it led me into a whole other field of technology. And I've been in technology for just over 20 years now. So I know what that's like. I know that struggle. And you know what? You don't have to go through that struggle. When you're equipped with the right tools, the right strategies, you don't need to go through the struggle. You know, you you may think you know, but you don't know until you know. I don't know if that makes sense, but you just have to put in the work. You have to, you know, have the patience, put in the work, make the connections, build those relationships because you're not only building a relationship for today, you're building it out for the future as well. And one of the key philosophies I've always taken with me is you never know who your next boss is going to be. Mm-hmm. Unless you're the boss, that's a different story. And, you know, you're an entrepreneur, you're doing your own thing. But you never know who your next boss is going to be. So you got to be nice to everybody. And you got to build a solid relationship with everybody. And that's one of the things I've taken with me. And this is one of the things I want to impart with our audience members or the people that are listening to our podcast. It's really about how do we build those relationships? How do we... Not only that, but how do you build that confidence so when you get into the interview room, so once you get through the process of recruitment, once you get through the digital component of it, the digital part, the technology part of the resume uh, search process, what do you do once you're in the room? And this is, I think, this is where I bring some really good value because I've been the person on the other side of the table, the person that hires people. And I bring it from the perspective of a Gen Xer. So really, the majority of people that are out there today are Gen Xers that are hiring millennials and other folks and new Canadians. So I'm giving you that perspective. I'm giving you the, that, the perspective that you know a Gen Xer would come from. And that, that's what makes us, I think, that's what makes me unique in terms of why zero to hired. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I know that uh, aside from job searching, you're also passionate about public speaking and you're yeah. part of the most exclusive keep bragging about how you're part of the most exclusive Toastmasters club in Toronto and stuff. And <laughs> yeah, how do yeah. you bring that to zero to high? Yeah, so I think about public speaking and I think about all the preparations uh, that I do for public speaking. And for those of you that are listening for the first time, yeah, in 2016 I went through this process where I wanted to deliver 300 speeches in a year. And you're thinking, yes, 300 speeches, yes, is it is almost... A speech a day and you know I had the opportunity to do that in, in live in person but I also had the opportunity to take that and do it in a video format and really the whole process was being able to quickly put a speech together so when I got up in front of an audience I was delivering value and I think about what candidates go through when they go through the interview process you have to be just as prepared. So it doesn't matter if you're in front of one person, five people, or 250, or even 300 people. It's really about getting your message uh, concise, clean, and uh, to the point, synced to the point where you know, you're delivering what other people need to hear based on the value that you're bringing to them. 
And as a public speaker, delivering a speech is really not about me delivering a speech. It's about the other person understanding the value that I can bring to the table and them walking away from something. So when you're being interviewed by a hiring manager, the hiring manager ultimately needs to know what type of value you bring to them. Because mm -hmm. really it's about them. And if you can do that, then you can almost guarantee yourself a job before you even leave the room. And really, that's, that's our goal. Our, our goal is always to get you to the point where the person on the other side of the table knows you well enough, knows that you're skilled, you're educated, you're talented. And in most cases, you are. You know, And this is ultimately who Zero to Hired is for. Zero to Hired is for the person who is skilled, talented, and experienced, but just doesn't know how to get their message across the table. That's where we help. Yeah. And that's where my background in public speaking helps with this whole interview process. Now, for those of you who've been following us for uh, some time, you know, we've, we appreciate all the comments and feedback that you've given us. You've been reading our blogs. You've been watching John's uh, Morning Mojo. And some of you maybe even have uh, read a couple of answers that we've written on Quora, which is great. And we we, we love you guys for it. Yeah, totally. Thank you, <laughs> thank you, thank you. It's uh, We really appreciate the feedback that we that we receive because we actually use that feedback uh, to, to to give more value to, to you guys and, and write more content for you so that you can learn and be prepared. Um, so why did we start this podcast? Why are we planning to do it? It's because actually, Connell, let me turn this around. Why do you think we, we're, we're kicking off this podcast? So uh, based on a lot of comments and emails and feedback that we received, uh, one of the reasons is that, like I said earlier, a lot of people have different challenges and struggles. And, and one of those differences lies in, uh, in the specific industry they're in. Uh, people want to know about the finance industry or sales and marketing or branding. Some people even want to know about the teaching industries. Now, we can't be experts in every field, right? So what we plan to do is actually bring in experts on our podcasts um, because we know a lot of people. Yeah, right? actually. And, and why do we know a lot of people? Connell? Because we do one of the most important things that every Canadian should do for their careers in Canada, which is networking. Yes. Well, so not just Canadians, but I think this is a global phenomenon yeah. where, you know, go build out those relationships. And one of the things that we've done throughout 2017 is really get out there. The only way to get the message of Zero to Hired out is by going out and talking about Zero to Hired. And trust me, we've been in some pretty crazy places in terms of where we've delivered the Zero to Hired message. With this year, we even had the opportunity to do a one-minute pitch in front of a room of 100 people talking about Zero to Hired, and we had exactly one minute to talk about what we wanted to talk about. So going out and then making those connections and meeting with other, other leaders and industry um, experts is really what we're trying to bring through to this podcast. So, yeah. you know, this podcast is both Connell and I, but going forward, it might be a little bit different. It might be just Connell and an expert. But we'll figure out how that all works together. Yeah, absolutely. And we want to bring those those different perspectives from not just industry experts, but even uh, recruiters and hiring managers so that you hear what their expectations are in Canada from you know the various industries and companies that they come from. Uh, and also, you know, as everything changes, mm -hmm. uh, how job searches are done uh, also has trends and changes. Right, things are things are changing. Like for 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 example, I recently read that now AI is taking over more than ever in uh, in the job search uh, industry. So you need to be able to speak to keywords in your resume even more 
yeah. these days so that you can so that you can get around AI and I'm, eventually get to a human being to speak to you. Yeah, and so and so the other question is what makes you unique is our tech background. Yeah. So we're we're both techies. Uh, we both both been in the technical industry for for I know myself twenty years and I think you almost twenty years, right? Mm -hmm. Actually, I think you grew up with the computer in your hands. Yeah, right? pretty much. Yeah. So, I didn't. We had those little push-button remotes for our television way back when. So, uh, it's a little bit different for us. But really, it's it's understanding the tech piece and how the tech you can leverage the tech piece to get that job. And um, you know, organizations like JobScan, which is one of the ones that we're I'm in love with them. I think they're fantastic in terms of what they do to really give you that edge to make sure that your resume shows up at the top of the pile. And really, that's what we're about. Yeah. Always get you to the top, make you differentiate from everybody else. Because you are different, you're unique, you just need to bring those skills forward and, and show everybody what, you're, what you have and what you can bring. Yeah, and speaking of tech, so that's another piece that we want to bring into the podcast is we actually want to bring in experts uh, from JobScan, like you mentioned, other important tools that we think would work out well over here. And one of the biggest tools that we want to talk about is LinkedIn. Yeah. Oh man, what a wow. Yeah, LinkedIn is is it's transformative. Right. You want to talk about really quick about our experience with our uh, LinkedIn event that we just yeah. went to? Yeah. So we just went to a LinkedIn event called LinkedIn Local hashtag #LinkedIn Local. Yeah, which and is now going global. It's it started off in Australia and it's spreading across the world. So yeah. there might be a LinkedIn Local event in your community. So take a look. Yeah, and it was a panel discussion about uh, you know four or five, I think it was four or five LinkedIn experts. John included, uh, that was speaking about how you could use LinkedIn to leverage your job search. And, you know, a lot of people that, that speak to me actually don't even have LinkedIn profiles, especially folks who are just coming out of college. Mm -hmm. uh, they, they, don't, they don't really understand or haven't been uh, educated on the value of LinkedIn and the fact that 87% of recruiters right now are actually looking at people's LinkedIn profiles. Yeah. The online footprint that you leave right now is one of the biggest differences um, that uh, that in, in, in terms of how job search trends have changed. So uh, it was also uh, an event where newcomers to Canada got together and, and started to network. And, and one of the key things about networking is that, uh, you know, as a newcomer to Canada, there's always assumptions that are made in the hiring manager's mind, right? They, they start to question your experience, your skills, and your communication skills. And the good thing about assumptions is that they can be controlled. Mm -hmm. right? So when you actually appear for a networking event, you get to speak to someone face-to-face, -face, all those assumptions go away because that person knows right away how good your communication skills are, how passionate and how driven you are. Those are stuff, those are things that you can't put through on a job application or online resume. Yeah. So right? if there's one piece of advice that I like to give, especially when it comes specifically to this particular topic, when it comes to networking, the one thing I, the one place where I see people fail with the network, with the networking process, is you know they'll have two or three minutes of FaceTime with somebody, and then at the end of those two or three minutes, they'll pull up their resume and say, "Hey, can you give me a job?" Well, and if you think about any relationship that you've ever built, nothing is ever done in two to three minutes. So it takes a little bit of time. I'm not saying it has to take a month, a week, or a year. But you definitely need to build a solid relationship and you need to feel like you have a connection with somebody. And asking for something when the other person is not ready to receive it, it ruins your chance. Actually, you might as well not have done any networking because you just made it worse for yourself. Yeah. Because now that person has completely X'd you out of their, 
you know, uh, one of the, the, the experts that we hang out with, she says the people pod, right? You know, you don't want to X yourself out out of that person's people pod by going in too quickly and asking for the job. Build the relationship. And how do you build the relationship? And you'll notice, and Connell, you saw this, uh, I don't ever say anything about myself. The one thing I'm continuously doing is just asking questions. So tell me a little bit about this or, you know, why are you here? And then expanding on that and just going through and asking the question. Yeah. And the more you ask the question, the more the person will reveal to you. And that's how you start to build that relationship with somebody. And how it connects back to us in Zero to Hide and one of our missions and goals is, is that, you know, when it comes to job searches, uh, timing is of the essence, mm. right? And that's why, as you said, building relationships, it takes time. Newcomers to Canada know the date that they're going to land in Canada. Uh, someone who is a fresh graduate knows the date that they're going to graduate. Uh, someone who's looking to change roles is is knows the date that they, they want to change roles and start making that change. So starting to network with people before time, you know, and, and having enough of time, months at least, mm -hmm. we're talking about, you know, at least three to four months to whatever it takes to build that relationship. And that's why it's important. We, we want to try and prepare people uh, to be ready before they actually need to, to be ready. A job. Yeah. Yes, that's one of our goals. Yeah. And, and so and so just a quick note, uh, in 2009, I was, you know, one of my stories is 2009, my position was outsourced. Mm -hmm. And this is a pretty common thing that's happened to a lot of different people. And what I've been able to do over the years is continually be, be prepared to be outsourced again. And I know it, it's, it's not the happiest thought and that's the last thing that people want to think about. But you have to consistently be ready for whatever comes next. And you do that by putting in the work now. So... You know, if you're going to make that transition from another country to Canada, you do the preparation, you understand the culture, you know what the work environment is like. Maybe you watch a little bit of Russell Peters. I don't know if that is that going to make it any better for you. But definitely understand what's happening on the other side before you just take the leap. And you can, you know what, and that does no fault to you. And sometimes circumstances that you're in currently, wherever you are in the world, forces you to do that. But wherever you can, try to be prepared. And really, preparation is, is a big thing, not just when you're transitioning from one country to another, but also when you're looking to go get that job inside the organization. And make sure you're working for the organization that aligns with you and your values. Yeah. Because that's an important one. Right? So, you know, we had uh, two topics that we wanted to, to talk about. And um, the first one is how resumes are different in Canada. Because right? a lot of our audience, a lot of our listeners are coming in from different countries. And like I had said earlier, uh, no matter how much experience you've got, there are uh, differences of how things are done in Canada. And it even starts from the resume. Right. So I just wanted to couple of, cover a couple of quick points, uh, you know, just to educate our audience, even on our fir first podcast. Yeah, for sure. And uh, talk about how your resume should be different in Canada. Now, a lot of folks send me resumes through email. And I always look at all of them, and I do see some consistent mistakes that are made. Um, one of the first ones I see right on the top, some people include their picture in their resume. Some people include information that's not required, like their date of birth, marital, marital status, status yeah. and, and those kind of things, even their gender for some reason. These are things that should not be included in your resume. And, and a Canadian resume. And in a Canadian resume, for sure, yeah. Because, in fact, it actually works against you. Uh, if a recruiter sees those things, 
they might actually disqualify your resume because these are kind of these are topics that are sensitive and uh, you know discrimination comes into mind when you start talking about gender and someone's you know visual profile and their picture and their marital status these are things that are in fact a hiring manager is not supposed to ask because it's discriminatory mm-hmm. and you know because of that fact and that's how things are done in Canada when you actually do include these these things on your resume it kind of disqualifies you so if you're canadianizing your resume as we call it yes uh this is one of the most important things that you need to get rid of the second thing i would say that i've seen on a lot of resumes is everyone starts with an objective statement and usually it goes something like this you know i'm looking to get into a, a company that is well reputed i'm you know hard working and i've got 7 years of experience and uh, i want to get into a position where i can uh you know expand my skills and utilize my experience uh to expand my career what do you notice about that statement how many times did i say i in that oh a lot <laughs> right i i i and so that initial objective statement needs to be removed and replaced right away and in fact we've got a blog on it uh, at our website that talks about how you can do that it should be replaced with an executive summary which talks about how you can bring value to an organization right and it's even the top bit of your resume is also customized you bring different sets of skills to different jobs that you apply for and that's what you need to talk about in your resume yeah there's a whole bunch of other things that i can i can keep going on and on about yeah but, and then that's why we're doing other podcasts this yeah. is just the first of many this is why this is episode 1 this is just to give you a snippet exactly, of what yeah. we're going to bring you um the other part is and hopefully you don't mind if i just jump in here for a second uh the the piece i want to talk about and i've taught touched on it already it's just know your stories right so one of the things that we find when we're interviewing people is they go into the room cold and what i mean by cold is you know they're waiting for me to ask them a question and the, then they're asking they're preparing a response and they're doing it on the spot part of the reason why people come into the room really nervous is because they're not ready and not being ready is really in my in my opinion the reason why a lot of people walk in the room nervous and not comfortable uh not confident so how do you get that confidence before you walk in the room is you know your stories the beauty of the internet today is there's no interview question that is not available online somewhere you can find the interview even the interview question specific to any role and i don't really care what industry you're in you're going to find interview questions in and around that industry so go online quickly pull out some questions and then prepare stories for those questions. And you know, some of the you might be early in your career where you don't necessarily have the experience in a particular job role for a particular answer for a particular question. So what you can do is you can take some of your life skills. So if you do any sort of volunteering work, you do any sort of committee work, uh you can even take family situations if you're really stuck for stories and you can pull those stories out and answer those questions. You know, one of the things i get back is you know is is it appropriate to use non professional stories in a professional environment i'm going to say yes because at the end of the day the person on the other side of the table wants to know whether or not you can handle certain situations so bring those stories in having a story is better than no story and when you do put your story together we you know there's a format out there that's known in the industry as star which is situation task action result and you put your story into a format that follows the star format and we have a whole blog in and around that as well 
on how to do that, and we even have an example. And one of the things that Connell talks about and professes a lot about is having your success journal, which is essentially collecting all your stories. We go through life doing a whole bunch of different things that we forget. And by having a success, a success journal, you can capture all of those stories. And just to build on what Connell said, you know, you put a lot more I than we in the actual story part of it. Because if you're coming from a country where, you know, it's not polite to talk about I did this or I did this. When you're actually in an interview, the person on the other side of the table wants to know specifically what you did. And how you contributed to the result. Um, and all the, the, the specific things that you did to make a project... Um, an operation or whatever it is successful what did you do specifically that made it work and really this is where you need to flip it a little bit so on your resume you talk about more you yep. but once you're in the room you need to talk about I and this is what I did and this is how I was able to help them become successful right. but also but always in the a team spirit fashion and really we can get a lot more into that in future podcasts or you can read it on a blog somewhere uh, you can well see it on our blogs because we touch on that topic quite a bit. Right, yeah. So, I guess that's it for our first podcast. Yeah. John, was pretty exciting. Yeah. Thank you very much. I'm going to shake your hand. Because this is <laughs> a great... You can't see him shake my hand. I'm going to shake my hand. You might want to wash your hand after that. <laughs> <laughs> no, but this is, this is great. I'm really looking forward to our podcast because uh, this is going to be uh, a fantastic new uh, journey and an avenue in which we can reach our audience and, you know, get them educated and most importantly prepared for the job search. I know that, you know, from first-hand experience as someone who's been looking for work recently, it isn't an easy time. You guys are going to be uh, in a lot of stress. There's no doubt about it. It's one of the most, it's, it's stressful enough to come to a new country, let alone also not fi having a job and looking for work and eating into your savings, right? Yeah. And, you know, even if you're in Canada as a fresh graduate or looking to change jobs or, you know, something happened to you that, that you lost your job, a job search is possibly one of the most stressful times that you can go through. And that's why one of our goals is is to make sure that you're prepared for when that happens. You know, and and we believe that, you know, a good position to be in is when you're actually never afraid of losing your job. And you're always prepared uh, for when that happens. So that's what we hope to do and that's what we hope to accomplish. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm excited about this year. 2018 is going to be a great year for this. So, you know, watch out for us. We're going to be online. Our, our commitment to all of you is to be on online every month uh, through our podcast. So, you know, we'll be available on all the, the major podcast channels like iTunes and SoundCloud and some other items. Uh, so definitely check us out. If anything, go to our website if you need any more specific information. And one of the things that we would love, if we are adding value to you by what we're doing, you know, share out the podcast, you know, give us a like. Just get the word out. If we're adding value, you know, we'd really appreciate it if you can add that value back and, and just reciprocate it out to others. Because I know, for me, when I receive value from somebody, the first thing I want to do is give it back to them. And uh, my hope for you and uh, for anybody that's going through the process today, you know, all the best. Wishing you luck. You know, let us know how we can help further. If there's any specific items that you want us to touch on. Definitely let us know about it. Yeah, send us an email to info at hire.com. You know, these podcasts are going to be for you guys. And we've got a list of folks that we've lined up to speak to based on the feedback you've given us. And, you, you know, the more feedback you give us, the more you let us know what your concerns are, what your challenges are, 
we will look out for the people who can actually help you uh, get through that and get them onto our podcast just for you. So thanks a lot, John. Yeah, no, thank you, Connell. And we look forward to seeing you guys online. All right, everyone. Take care. Talk to you next time. Ciao. Thank you for listening to the Zero to Hired podcast. Make sure you check out our website, www.zerotohired.com and download your free resume template that's proven to get results, complete with examples and guidelines. Make sure you tune in as we interview leading industry experts who provide tips and strategies to help you get the career that's right for you.